0: No matter where in this wild, wacky and sometimes wonderful world you might be. Thank you for making the Highbury Squad part of your day. It's the Late Late Football Show. It's Freestyle Friday. Anything goes. And big news today. So let's rock and roll. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the show. And surprise, it's a solo one for me tonight, although I'm hoping that some of you are going to help me out. And uh, call in. Of course, I've opened up the floor for the Gunners Global phone in. If you have an opinion and want to share it, let me know in live chat. This feels a little old school. So, um, not many people in live chat, which I, there's something intimate and I miss and I love about that. And two, uh, getting used to being back live and doing more regular shows. So, our subscribers are slowly. Uh, jumping back in as well. Those listening on replay, thank you so much for joining. And to those listening on our audio platforms, thanks for joining. Squaddies, good evening. I salute each and every one of you. Um, I've kind of missed maybe doing a solo show. Yeah, there's lots to talk about as well. Evening Solo Soph. It's Han Solo Soph. Um... Let's see. Mike Hertz already asking for favours. I love it. Hello, hello. Anyway, can I get a shout out for my son, Michael? Of course. Hello, Michael. Hertz. How are you? Uh, Anything else I can do for you, Hertz? You just let me know. I'll put the kettle on as well. Cuts a slice of apple pie too. Good evening, Guna Rose. Hello, Trevor. Hello, Mark. Runs with cows is here. Johan's here. Ian's here. Archangel is here. Um, P.W. is here. Yasu Diganes, El Piso Um Rowinda's here. Um, Seb is here. I'm, I'm pretty sure Seb is going to want to have his say. We'll see. Carol is here. And of course, our Chief Like Officer, Tammy Steeles, is here. Hit that like button if you like what you hear. And if you don't, let us know why. My uh, chin is not made of glass, unlike some middleweight boxers I know. Um, Danny from a Bird Wonderland is here as well. I salute you, sir. How are you this fine evening? And let me know, by the way, if the Tottenham have lost. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have. I picked them to win the FA Cup. There's no better time than than to be wrong than now. Even though I picked them, I didn't want to be right. Same with Mikel Arteta. I always wanted to be wrong about him. And so far, I have been proven wrong about him. If he succeeds, we succeed. If he does a good job, um, then us Arsenal fans are happy as well, aren't we? Let's see. With Byron's here. Uh, they lost 1-0. Yes. Nathan Aki with that winner. By the way, there was not even a foul on the goalkeeper. That was so ridiculous. I know. Mike's got 52 children, and he only singled out one. I wonder why. So much joy when they lose, um, but... There's nothing more joyous than the Arsenal winning. But let's get to the top story of the day, shall we? As you come in to the Late Late Show here at Highbury Squad, hit that like button, but only do it once, even though I ask you to do it over and over again. Because when you hit it again, you know what happens. And uh, yeah, I hope you've all had a really good week. It's been weird kind of bouncing back into work and the show, if I'm being honest. Um, it's Friday and it's the late, late show. So I'm giving myself a bit of a treat and I'm having myself a good old fashioned Cypriot beer, you know, missing the motherland a little bit and the family. Here we go. Have a sip with me. Okay. Ah, yeah. Let's get that neck going, that throat going. Uh, the defender jumped into the goalkeeper. How can that be given? Exactly. They waste their time on so much, don't they? But the big news of the day, let's talk about this. Jurgen Klopp quit. Everyone says he's leaving Liverpool. I say he quit. He's quitting on Liverpool. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, it is proof, okay, that this is a bloody hard job. Not an easy job. Oh, happy Australia Day. Yes, we'll get to that and all the Aussies. Klopp quitting sounds like FSG aren't giving him the budget he deserves and then he walked. Apparently he told them in November, did old Jürgen. Um, i I would never drink like Nick Ramsdale. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this move is when he does this. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to hide. I mean, he should just get Stella as a sponsor. Um, this is art by Abigail R, by the way, on Etsy. Um, the images of Klopp. Oh, I thought I, I loaded the other one too, but I didn't. I did I did load this though from um Poorly Drawn Arsenal. Can't draw Arsenal, at can't draw Arsenal. I do love it. If you zoom in on the stake, it's got the result of the Crystal Palace match. We're going to talk about Mikel too a little bit later on. I'm not comparing him to Klopp. We're going to talk about Mikel's new deal. And Jurgen Klopp, this is the end of an era. Wow. What a run, hey? What a ride the Liverpool fans have had. The Klopp is is crying. (laughs) See what I did there? Um, this is huge. He didn't have any energy left to punch his own chest anymore. The whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, come on! Aren't you going to miss that? Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hope you're well. Um, I think he's been great for the league, even though he's become a bit of a um, super. Kevin and I were talking about this um, two or three weeks ago. Even though he's become a right moany mayor, you want the best managers managing in the league. You really do. You want the best players playing here. I mean, I'm not saying I miss Harry Kane, but, you know, makes it sweeter when you see him suffer when we beat Tottenham. But I I do like the stars to be here. Maybe that's because of my film entertainment background. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bit of a wanker. But I do like the big guns to be here. And... There was a time where he could have been our manager, Jürgen Klopp. I'm not going to go down the Pep Guardiola route, but we really could have got Jürgen, I think. The window was there, was wide open, but we were too scared, weren't we? Too scared to make moves. Very comfortable in our own Wenger skin. Look, Danny backing me up. Kloppo should have been Arsenal manager, but stubborn Wenger wanted one more season. He was good competition. I think they should won more with that squad. You know, Br- uh, Byron, I was looking at that today, right? So let's um, let's take a look. Every clock winds down eventually. <laughs> I'll get my coat. Kudos. Well done. Anyone else with anything better, please do post it in the chat. Um, should, he have, should he have won more? Well, if you're going to do that, then Fergie should have won a lot more with Man United, right? Should have won more European trophies, that's for sure. Um, Klopp for United, also my prayers was answered. Oh, United, yeah, well, I don't know. What do you mean, Klopp for United also? Oh, because they're shit now. Is that what you're saying? Um, If it wasn't for Klopp, the PL would have been pointless the last five years. Yeah, agree with that. Look at you guys spreading the love among each other. Uh, Let's see. Tom says, uh, Sophie, who was the better manager in England, George Graham or Jurgen Klopp? Oh, blimey. Mm. Well, what a pickle. I've got to take my rose-coloured glasses off. They mm, both won European titles. Let me have a think about that. Let me noodle on it because I was just about to read out Klopp's accolades. Uh, Maybe Danny from A Bird Wonderland will lean towards Graham. I don't know. Mark's leaning towards Klopp. You guys can let me know too because good old Jürgen. Look at that. Must feel nice to touch that trophy, to hug it, to kiss it late at night, pour German beer in it, sip it slowly as you visualize each and every one of your wins along a very hard Season. Yeah. Bet there's other things that get... Nope, not going to go there. All right, Jurgen Klopp. Premier League, 1920, FA Cup, 21-22. The League Cup won it in 22. Runner-up in 16. The Community Shield, if that counts. It does when we win it. The UEFA Champions League, runner-up twice, mind you. Could have won three of those, but won it in 19 19- the Super Cup in 2019. The FIFA Club World Cup the competition I hate the most. What's the point, please? And uh, he was the runner-up in the Europa League, which I think was in his very first season. Correct me if I'm wrong, did he lose to Emery? No, I think he lost the semi-final. Someone help me out with that. Tammy thinks Klopp is the better manager. Um, thank you. We're all blessed. Go on, bless us, Mr. Leo G. In the PL era, Klopp is only second to Ferguson. Is that because of the 115 charges, Um, Archangel? Yeah. I mean, George Graham, I think, doesn't get enough credit, credit that he deserves, because everyone talks about Arsenal's resurgence. And yeah, there was an Arsenal 2.0 under Wenger, but George Graham inherited. A lot of crap as well. And, you know, he won a European trophy. Wenger didn't. He transformed Arsenal as well in a very, very different way. And some would say the Wenger era couldn't have happened without the George Graham history. I don't know. But all I know is we hung on to Arsene Wenger way too long. I don't like how he's still, you know, all this talk about statues. I said it on the marketing versus football club show the other week. You know, all this talk about marketing, uh, all this talk about statues, you know, we went invincible. He was that was an amazing achievement. And I think he's been lauded enough for that. But all this talk of statues and stuff like that, come on, let's uh, save that for another day, shall we? Um, If you want to join me and you want to say something live on air, I've put the link in there. It's totally up to you. Liverpool dominated in the 70s and 80s more than City do now. GG broke that. That was massive. It really was. I mean, when you think about Anfield 89 and what we did and that Liverpool team, even then, the dominance, the players they had the fact that we had to go to Anfield, the, the fact that we had to win by two and not concede, it truly is an amazing football achievement. I think it's one of the greatest achievements in all of sports. And there's definitely been quite a few. But that is definitely up there. Klopp did make one of the most entertaining Premier League teams ever. I completely concur. Um, and i th- I think a little bit like that Liverpool team back in the day, You couldn't help but admire them. You didn't have to like them, but you could definitely admire the style of football. Um, Oh, now it's resonating. Leo's a Liverpool fan. I forgot about that. Incredibly influential, says uh, Seb. And, yeah, I think that similarly they were as cool and the way they played the game, the way they respected the game, the way they still had entertainment at the forefront. I think Klopp's Liverpool teams, you know, barring last season, have been an absolute joy to watch. And losing the league by a point, losing the league by a ball not going over the line by a hair's breadth and half a millimetre is painful. And they had some painful losses. There's no doubt about that. But what he did was he brought the love back to the club, Sure, Brendan Rodgers did a decent job, couldn't take it over the line. And I think sometimes the similarities or the comparisons people make to Mikel Arteta is, is Mikel Arteta a Brendan Rodgers or is Mikel Arteta going to end up being a Jurgen Klopp? We're not going to know that until Mikel Arteta wins the Champions League or the Premier League. Um, But so far, a lot of Arsenal fans think that we're in the Brendan Rodgers era. And many Arsenal fans are hoping that their belief in Mikel Arteta will drag us over the line, and it becomes a little bit of a Jurgen Klopp um, moment. History, Raúl. I think this is one of his single greatest moments as a manager. That win was truly unbelievable. That Barcelona team was pretty decent, no? That is, if you're going to put up an example of what football's all about and what playing at home on a European night is all about, that match is absolute gold dust. I don't care who you support. I don't care where your heart aligns. That match was totally unbelievable. It was a masterclass in belief, in coming back, in everything. Tom says, I'd love to join, but Idiot Boy here, being the glutton for punishment, is off to see Aquaman. What? Why? Is there another Aquaman movie? I mean, I have been living under a rock, if I'm being honest. But is there like an Aquaman 2? I did see Wonka, by the way. I thought it would be good distraction. I went to see it with my nephew. And I actually enjoyed it. I can't believe it didn't get any nominations for product, production design and set decoration. Don't veer me off track here where I start talking about Oscar nominations and shows I'm getting um, sucked into right now. Maybe we can do that at the end. By the way, Demian isn't here. He was supposed to be my wingman, but he's not here. But he has a really good reason why he's not here. And I can't tell you what that reason is yet. But it's very exciting. So hence, one of the reasons why I'm flying Solo. So no one in chat has the cajones to come and join me live here on air. That's a shame. We'll see. Can we all remember to hit the like button? Yes. Arteta's made so many bad decisions. Tell us what they are, Chief Like Officer. Archangel says he just can't hate Liverpool. He showed it's not all about the money. Uh, Gigi nearly had us invincible before Venga. That is true. Super Kev will tell you about that game. Chelsea. Tony Adams half to blame as well. A great manager, a legend, and a gentleman. Hats off from a die-hard gooner. Um, Wenger went too long, but he absolutely earned his status. Revisionism to say otherwise. No, I I don't think so. I think the last eight years especially were torture. The last fun season under him was when we, by default, almost beat Leicester to the title. And that's only because Tottenham capitulated Against Newcastle, I think they lost five one on the last game, last day of the season. Is that right? And we got into second place. We should have won the league. We all knew that when Ozil took that corner and Welbeck headed it in, when we went nuts. We thought we won the league. Hands up, who thought we won the league that season? I bloody did. Jesus, I've learned my lesson. This is why the Reese Nelson Bournemouth goal didn't get too excited. Of course, I went nuts. Who am I kidding? I got excited. All right, fine. I thought that was it. I thought, man, these moments. First, it was Eddie against United, the 3 2. And then the Bournemouth moment was just like, this is it. This is our time. No one's going to take it from us now. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. Um, Let's see. The last 10 years under Wenger's reign uh, was a terror, of terror was torture. Danny Welbeck, yeah, the winner against Leicester. Klopp's going to Bayern if they sack Tuchel. Well, it's not going particularly well, is it? Surely not. Harry Kane going to Bayern Munich and them not winning a trophy? That can't be, can it? By Leverkusen? by Leverkusen? Were they six points clear now? I don't know. Listen, all I know is that Alonso is earmarked for Liverpool. We're missing out on another one. Potential, great one. Um, I don't want to rub you up the wrong way. But I'm just saying, is this going to be another moment where we look back and say, we held on to Mikel for two more seasons. We could have had Alonso, who goes on to win the Premier League, the Bundesliga in his first season, and then comes and wins something in the Premier League. Let's say hello to Seb, who wants to join in. <laughs> Seb, how you doing?
1: Hi, Soph. Hey, squadies.
0: At ease.
1: ease. Well, always-
0: what do you think about the, um, the big news today, firstly? And the second part of my question to you is, does this galvanize Liverpool to win the league?
1: I think, you know, it was it Klopp was saying that he...
0: You muted yourself. Can't hear you now. What did you just do? You just muted yourself. We were hearing you loud and clear. Come back in. Um, I lost about a hundred pounds on that City goal tonight. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, Patrick. There's no, I tell you, being out of pocket when it comes to stuff like that isn't uh, isn't so bad, is it? Arteta can't hold a candle to Wenger. Pff, I agree, absolutely. But that doesn't mean Wenger didn't outstay his welcome. In our role. Um, let's try and get Seb back here. Seb.
2: Yeah, we're back.
0: There, there you go. There you go. Tell awesome. us. Awesome.
1: Yeah. So I think it was it last season that a club was saying, Club oh, was saying during an interview that he wanted to potentially leave last year, but the problem is, is that he felt that the team wasn't in a good position. And now that he is reinvigorated Liverpool in a way that whoever can come on next will be secured, I think it's very honorable for one, and I think Liverpool can go on to win the league because of that, because they know this is their, their last bang and they don't know what's coming next. I don't think anyone mm-hmm. does. Maybe because Um, be Alonso. Um, but I think, yeah, they're likely he would, be, to, to he, would
0: be the, he would be the super romantic choice is Alonso, and he's really proving to do an amazing job in his first season. And agree with the listener that said he hasn't won anything yet. However... If he beats Bayern Munich to the Bundesliga in his first season, that's pretty amazing achievement. I don't think he's made for... What? What's your sense with Klopp? He talked about energy and he said the minute that he doesn't have the energy to do the job and when they started talking about moving forward, he just couldn't visualize himself in that situation and he took him by surprise. Listen, we all get burnt out in our jobs. We all need a vacation. Uh, I, I I know that they live a luxurious life and they're very privileged, Seb, but it is a demanding job that has become a 365-day-a-year job. He's going to take some time out, maybe like Pep, but what do you, what's your crystal football say about what his next move might be?
1: For Klopp, um, I, also, I think I believe him, that he's going to take time because he said after he left Dortmund, that he said he wanted to spend a little more time with his family and enjoy them. And I, you know, I think it was he spent nine months, something mm. like that, I believe, after he left. And then he jumped into the Liverpool, which was granted the dream job because it's the most, I'd say, alike to Dortmund um, in the Prem, other than Newcastle, potentially. And then they just... I, I, th- I really think he's going to take the time off to enjoy himself. And then I think he might go back maybe to Germany... Just because that's where his roots are.
0: Yeah, I think I, I agree with Tammy. I, maybe not now, but I think maybe in the long run, maybe, you, maybe we'll see Klopp in the states, Seb, for twenty twenty six with Germany. Who knows? Or with England? Yeah, Ooh, I'm not sure if that how well that will go down. A German. Too sure. We haven't. We've had an Italian. We've had a Swede, but I'm not sure about a German managing the England side? What do you think about I mean, the Americans are
1: too proud, let's be honest. So I think next up, it's going to to have to be another American coach. Unless Mourinho, he's available
2: too.
0: I can see Klopp (laughs) having a little American adventure and and USA Soccer paying out the wazoo to get Klopp to be the manager for 2026. Ooh, I like this bet. I might put a bet on that. (laughs) <laughs> Seb, what else do you have to say? I've got my next subject on this is the rumor, rumor, that Mikel Arteta is being given a new deal by the Arsenal. Are you happy about this? Would you give Mikel more years? Would you give him more money? Uh, what say you?
1: Yeah, no, I think he's the perfect fit I, right now for Arsenal. I think it's, you, you, earlier you spoke about whether he, Arteta's going to be more like George Graham or he's going to be more like Jurgen Klopp. I think he's going to be more like Wenger, and that Wenger was a loyal man, and he stayed for the loyalty of the club and the longevity of the club. And I think Arteta is built of the same manner, is that he's going to be doing the same thing, whereas Jurgen Klopp came in, had to redo the whole, whole club, whole stadium, like, like Mikel, but I think Jurgen had a lot more work at the time, and mm. a lot... L- a lot less of means to do it as opposed to Arsenal did in a way.
0: Yeah. um, We are talking about that, uh, Salim, and let us know what you think about it. If you want to have your say, the link is in the chat. You can come in and uh, have a little convo with me as well. Uh, I I don't think that kind of long tenure is going to happen again in modern-day football. Jurgen Klopp, eight years. That's quite some time. Pep. I think is the next manager with the longest tenure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, The modern day game just doesn't allow for, I think if you have a name like Klopp or Pep, you're going to be given the time. But if you don't, uh, I think you're up shit Creek without a paddle. I think it's going to be very, very tough uh, for you to be able to keep, keep that gig because we live in such an instant gratification world, don't we? Uh, And, I guess Arsenal have less of that insatiable appetite for instant gratification. What's your mark of success for Mikel Arteta um, this season before I let you go?
1: For this season, I'd say he's on par with where he should be, I believe. It is his first job, and that's the other thing I keep thinking about is that, yes, he was under pep. He had a lot of guidance. He got a lot of leeway the first two seasons here as well. We also had a lot of support and i think for where we are right now with the resources that we have at the club currently and i'm including like the likes of havertz that are in the club right now which everyone has their say on him i'm a little bit in the middle of both uh, but i think whatever he ends up bringing this january and this summer i think will define the longevity of arteta if he's able to bring a striker that can last the time at Arsenal, not having many injuries, unlike with some of the players that we've had to date, I think Arteta's going to be here to stay.
0: Okay. And you want him to stay? I got oh, from I,
1: that. I've been a, so I've been an Arteta fan since the very beginning, So, And mm. I won him when the Unai Emery came around. I My brother's a PSG fan, um, diehard. You know, we're, we're French from origin, so we always clash uh, from the get-go, but I think Arteta is going to be the man to stay.
0: I wish that he'd back this picture up as well a little bit because I like using it a lot, and I do want him to shush some people up, including myself, although I don't include myself in the bucket as much as I used to, said because for the last two seasons, I feel like I've backed the man. But this season, this season, however, he's testing the old patience because I feel like he fixed things that weren't, broken. And he's tried to tinker too much. And sometimes I worry that he's a bit too clever. You know, it's like playing Xhaka at left back in a European semi-final. Starting the season off with Thomas Partey at right back. Don't try and be clever. Football's not that difficult. Keep it simple. <laughs> and I feel like he's stifled the speed in our team. Saka and, and um, Martinelli. Feel I think like they burnt they're out though.
1: Huh? I think they're more burnt out now because... Saka has had all of summer, he was supposedly the rest, but he had England to take care of.
0: Yeah, but I don't think you can make those excuses when so many players play so many games. When you look at City and you look at Liverpool and you look at you know, those types of sides that go deep, they go long in competitions. Um, And Kevin will say to you, there's no excuse for fatigue. And let's see how they come back from this winter break. But yeah, Saka has definitely been... He's That's played a lot. Yeah, but here's the scoop. You can't be two of the best wingers in the world last season and then regress so badly this season if there isn't also something systematically wrong with how your team is playing. Is that fair?
1: That's fair. It's fair, but I think also there's a lot been a lot of change. The fact that Zaka used to be center de- center defensive then became center attacking, that changed the whole outlook of that front and there we're getting much more opportunities then. And that's our problem right now in our season. We're getting a lot of opportunities, but we're not finishing on it.
0: I agree with that. And I like how we're playing more pragmatically. But I like the pragmatic Arsenal versus City, not the pragmatic Arsenal versus West Ham and Fulham. Those were just, you know, I, I don't think the manager is responsible for the lack of prowess of the forward line finishing their chances. But I do think he's responsible for how the forward line approach and play the game, and he's taken the speed out of the game because of this possession-based football that he's playing. So, uh, yeah. Um, What's your final word, Seb? What do you want to say?
1: Believe in the man. Believe in the team. The naysayers are quick to jump on, on everyone, and I think people also overpraise them. I think let the season run. See what happens, and let's see what happens during the summer. And that will right. be the defining moment.
0: Okay, Seb. And are, are you on social media? I mean, I know, but are you <laughs> and do you want people to find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me. I believe it's uh, S-S-A-N-A-J-U-S-T on Twitter, or X, like you, like you I hate.
0: Yeah, I can't say X.
1: Can't do um, that. It makes
0: me feel like I'm tuning into porn.
1: Yeah, exactly. So... I'm on Instagram. I believe the same thing as well.
0: Awesome. Thanks for, tune- thanks for tuning in and thanks for calling in and sharing of your voice. All right. You need to see you. man. All right. Bye-bye. I love that. Take care. Bye. Um, follow Seb, everyone. Oh, I like this a lot. I might just keep him for the whole show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't picking my nose.
0: <laughs> How Ooh, are you doing, so? This- I'm doing all right, you know, just plodding along, you know there's i there's there's this whole I remember once I used to go swimming at lunchtime when I worked at Fox in Soho. It was really easy to just go swimming around the corner plus it looked good if you worked out, right It's how pathetic like you know we were back in the day and the pool was plodders, joggers, sprinters, right three lanes, and you always wanted to be a sprinter, right but you, you know, after that, you jump out, go for a pint, have a cigarette and be like, oh, that was a good idea. Not right now. I'm in the plodder lane. I feel like I'm plodding.
3: Alone. you got your water wings on. Yeah. The only time you um, caught I... me at the swimming pools around when they had a new chocolate bar and the the, the big machine <laughs> thing. I had to try to get my <laughs> arm in the bottom of it and get one for free and get the fire brigade <laughs> to come save me. <laughs> you're, doing a, you're doing a damn fine job, so <clears throat> You're doing a considering... <clears throat> You know, I I had a couple of months off, but you know, you're doing you're doing brilliantly. I mean you always do brilliantly. And I really enjoyed your show the other night with Fergus and Alan and Marky Mark.
0: Yeah, that was fun. That was a good conversation. It
3: was. You Although know I didn't agree um, with any of them. I sent you a WhatsApp saying you have nothing yeah. <laughs> right. And they were all, they all agreeing with each other. I thought that's the problem with Arsenal, you lot keep green. <laughs>
0: Yes. And we're going to do a part two to that as well. I particularly did not agree with Fergus that night. And Alan, I loved him. He was all business. I love Al. I love Love Big Al. You know, um, to just go back, because this is Freestyle Friday and we're doing whatever we want. We don't care how many, you know, whatever. I thought I was ready to come back. And you know, before I did like Tony's like, are you sure you're ready to jump in? I'm like, you know what? I'm so ready. Cause it's been, a f- it's been like f- since September, you know, but then things got really serious in November and just, you know, sometimes as a human, you think you're ready and then maybe you're not. But then when I sit here and now I'm talking to you, I feel like, Oh, it's lovely. I, I'm I'm so happy I'm doing a show tonight. That's how I feel.
3: You've got, a, you've got a chat box full of wonderful, not like the scumbags who come and watch my show. A couple of them are there <laughs> moonlighting. But you've got a chat box. You've got an actual community where you, they, all, they all love you and you love them and you all work together. And if someone has a problem, you talk about it and they can all contact you on Twitter or they can come on the show and talk about stuff. And that is, a, you are and your pod and Kev, a large part of some people's lives, especially in these dark times, When they're sitting under the stairs in a cupboard, trying to keep warm, watching this on their phone, and you you provide a service.
0: Well, I'm, and you know what? I think sometimes they, I hope they realise that they help me just as much, and they've been amazing. Um, Yes, the beard scratcher. We do need to know. There it is. I've three answered for you. Um, Fed Incom says, Seb. yeah, with the old beard scratcher, um, Klopp." Yes. I mean, I'm kind of happy that Liverpool fans are sad. You know, my sadistic side. Um, I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to tap into that these days. That's my excuse. What say you, Danny?
3: Um, for, I put in the chat earlier on in the show that first of all, if I was Jurgen Klopp, I would be. I'd have endless sleepless nights knowing that I was the best team in the Premier League. I lost one game that season, yes. and that game that I lost was against Man City, was it? And then they were cheated. He sh- they, He should have had at least two Premier League titles. One of them was a covid title, and then the other one, he should have done it. And I'm a Borussia Dortmund fan, and I loved Klopp. And when Klopp came to Liverpool, I was angry because he should have been at Arsenal. Like, like You highlighted my comment and brought it out um, and uh, where I said Wenger stayed a year too late, and he would have been at Arsenal. And I'm not sure he could have done at Arsenal what he did at Liverpool. But just imagine him managing. He would have had Saka. He probably would have had uh, maybe Martinelli might have already been at the club. I'm not sure. He'd have had all those youth players coming through. And he would have made the absolute most of those. As we've seen against us in the FA Cup, he brought on a couple of really young players. Meanwhile, all of our young players are banished to the subs bench to sit there with their Panini football sticker books, having no idea what it's like <laughs> playing first team football. <laughs> because Arteta isn't interested in them. I mean, all of these players are going to do them. Mm. Uh, uh, Hutchinson, because uh, Patino and uh, Manwari and uh, Dubri and all these others, they're not going to stay. And uh, Klopp, would, Klopp would make the most of that. Um, although I hate Liverpool because, you know, me and you are a certain vintage growing up in the 80s. You hated two teams. Spurs, you had to. It's in your DNA. Liverpool, because they won everything. Much mm-hmm. like a lot of people now hate Man City because they won everything. And we broke. George Graham broke the back of that Liverpool thing. They they had never lost a game when Ian Rush scored a goal. And Ian Rush is at that club for about eight or nine years by that time. And we did that in the, in the, uh, the, the League Cup final, the 1987 League Cup final. And that was George Graham's first silverware. But for Klopp to leave Liverpool, they are in trouble because who I was saying the other night on my show that if you, the three best, the first best manager in the Premier League is Pep, then Klopp, maybe then Arteta. The best squad is Man City, second best is Liverpool, third best is probably ours. And the most money is Man City. And then it's debatable who's got the best money off that. So Man City have got the best of everything. And so now Klopp going. If you add everything up, we're going to be the second best team when you take into every department of football. Finances, players, stadium, manager, coaches, all of that lot. And So for us, it's fantastic. And I'm looking forward to next season. But for Liverpool, who are they going to get? Because that is a massive loss to them. I mean Nobody mm-hmm. expected it. He said that he decided in, like you were saying, in November. And I don't think there's been anything done about him leaving. Um, you think... Well, what are they going to go for? They're going to go for the boot room style and get someone like Gerard I mean, I'd love that. That'd be hilarious because <laughs> they'd, they'd be they'd be down. They'd be doing. They'd be going full, full Spursy hashtag Spursy <laughs> if they got your Ger- Gerrard in. Which some of the fans no doubt will want him because a lot of them are idiots. But
0: you know what, what Danny? They if he'd he stayed at Rangers, he would he would it's get really that good. job right now.
3: Greedy, wasn't and he it? got
0: a little like, you know, Lampard, I felt, paid his dues at Derby. I know you have strong feelings about Lampard, but I actually don't think he did such a terrible job at Chelsea considering that he had the transfer mm. ban, played with a lot of youth, got them into the Champions League. I think this yeah. is the time for someone like Alonso to, oh, to come, an to take that job. There's yeah. only one guy for me and it is him. Not uh, lost I was earmarking
3: all season. Every <laughs> no. No, the German Cup, the Champions League, the uh, Champions League, not the Champions, League, uh, the Europa League, the Bundesliga. Not lost a single game in best part of what 30, 34 games. Yeah, that's something else, isn't it? I mean, to come in and yeah. do that to Bayern, who have got the greatest striker in the world at the moment, apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I, I mean, when either. when
0: you think when you think about what he's doing, it is really quite incredible. And uh Charlie, uh, aka Um, that. I think this is gonna be a transitional time. Salah, Allison, I agree, Van Dyke Um I think this could be one of those times, Danny, where Liverpool might find themselves next season re- rebuilding again.
3: Well, do you remember when uh, one of the first um, deals that um, that helped Klopp was the um, the Brazilian who went to I never remember his name. He went to Barcelona for 105 million. That rebuilt Liverpool. Now we know last summer Coutinho, the,
0: Sa- the Coutinho deal, C- you mean?
3: Coutinho, that's exactly yeah. it. Um, we know mm-hmm. last summer the Saudi Pro League because um, Mo Salah is one of the greatest African footballs. Football is uh, one of the best ever and probably the best at the moment. There was rumours that they had offered £225 million for him, wasn't there?
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
3: if Klopp goes, he'll go, go in the summer. And that, that £200 million or £150 million, that's three or four decent players that they could buy. Add that to the fact that Klopp has already built the forward line with um, the, the, the young players that he's bought in. And, and mm-hmm. Tom's favourite, Salobo Jobalai. He's, he's another <laughs> stunning player. And they, they have, I mean, Van Dijk is uh, will be the leader, and they've still got probably the second best goalkeeper in the, in the league. They've got a yeah. really good basis. I just hope Gerard comes in and does. You know, when Gareth Bale had the, the Spurs had all the Gareth Bale money and they spent it on about nine players that did nothing. Yes. I just hope Gerard comes Ail. in and does that.
0: Um, I'm going to bring in Alice, Alistair, who wants to have his say. Alistair, hello, good evening. Where in the world are you calling from?
2: Uh well, I'm in uh Fleet at the moment in my truck, in a truck stop.
0: <laughs> oh, look at so. you. Wait, are you the lorry are you the lorry driver who commented on YouTube the other day? No. You some no. No. Oh that
2: oh, wasn't bad. me.
0: I don't <laughs> if I don't
3: tend to talk. What could you rather that? Will you give us a honk honk?
2: <laughs> uh, I would, but I've got people sleeping next to me, so I can't do that. i Oh, I'm the-
0: well, so you you know? you're like you're like in one of those spots yeah, you know do, big... do you know what mo- have you seen the film over the top with sylvester stallone
3: Yeah, wonderful
0: yeah any arm wrestles basically yeah. and he's a big big um big truck driver lorry driver it's a good film anyway alistair i digress please have your say whatever you want on all the subjects we've spoken about and even the ones we haven't
2: yeah, just uh, on on the uh, yeah. Clark, I think I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's good news for us because anybody who loses a manager of that caliber is struggling. It you know if you lose a manager that's that good, and if they don't get it right, Liverpool they could seriously mess up. They've got to be very careful now when they appoint their next manager because if appoint the wrong one that's got a wrong style or something like that, uh, like a Simeone, it could go terribly wrong. I think. Uh, yeah, but Klopp, he, great manager. I think I know people say about uh Pep, Pep's obviously the goat, but Pep's mm-hmm. teams, I don't like watching them. Never, Barcelona, great team, you know, beautiful football. Uh, obviously, the Spanish team, I know he didn't go to the Spanish Spain, but they copied them, didn't they, on the, how they play, and uh, then went to City. I don't like what I can't stand watching them because it's just boring that football. game tonight was really boring.
0: The FA Cup game it was so boring. I mean, they played sexy football, but I see what you mean.
2: But like, um, Klopp is is um, very similar to. I know he's not the same style, but as as Wenger, it was entertaining football. You know, it's, everyone it's, keeps going about the invincibles of uh, the Wenger era, but people forget how entertaining and how beautiful the football was when Wenger was at his at his peak. You know, mm-hmm. obviously it built from there, like, but um, you know, he but I think Klopp's going out at the right time as well because like Wenger, I think he 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 should have gone five years before he should, did. He should and, and people would wouldn't be be... he he tainted he tainted his uh legacy a little bit, stopping too long, didn't he? So
0: Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, what are right, you but, are you um are you a are you a Mikel fan? Are you happy about the idea of this new deal? Would you give him more money? Where do you stand with um, the gaffer?
2: I'm not a Mikel type of in or out. I'm an Arsenal fan. I don't... At the moment, I think he's doing a very good job. I think people need to remember he is his first ever management job is coming to Arsenal. Uh, he's gone up against the best manager in the world and he came second to him.
0: Mm. Yeah, but and he could he have won second. it, right? He came second, but he could, he
2: could have... have. Well, that's football, isn't it? You know, we we it... got we got an inexperienced team that got to couldn't quite get it over the line. We got injuries towards the end of it, and we and we just yeah. If you want to say it, it's bottled it, it's bottled it. But that's football. That's what happens, isn't it? You know, and you're up against a team that how many how many how many. How many games did they not – what winning run did they go on? That was like an insane run that went on, didn't they? It was like – Yeah,
0: but they did did go on it and we kind of failed towards the end. I I said on the show the other day, Danny as well, about us not having the mental – that we're mentally impotent still and that we need to work on that part of our game. And I think this is a really talented, good team. And we can – there's no reason why we can't win the title.
2: No, it's it's well. There is there's 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 one team that's that there's one or two teams that say that are a lot better than us. with better managers than us, much better managers than us, right? That are I've got goats. Not just like I'm not just talking about a slightly better manager. These two managers are, you know, you could you could put them in any generation, and they are at the top. Of, you know, they are the Messi and Ronaldo of managers. You who know, was manager so,
0: who 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 hold on who was manager of uh. Who, was Brendan Rodgers manager of Liverpool when Leicester won the league and was was Pep at City at the time? This was eight years ago now, right? Whoa, it's yeah. almost 10 years since Leicester that, won the league. Wasn't that, wasn't that Pep's first season? Or? Was, that, was it Pep's first season? Squaddies, help me out here in the chat, please. Um, <laughs> I think Rodgers was the manager at Liverpool that season, right? And we'll find out. But what I'm saying is if Ranieri can do it against big spenders even then, you know, why couldn't we... We had an eight-point lead at one point. I just find at some some moments we need to stop making excuses and actually close the deal, which is why mentally we need to be better. The manager needs to be better. The players need to be engaged 38 games a season, not just 30. You can't lose to teams like West Ham at home 2-0 and... Your goalkeeper makes it less embarrassing by saving a penalty. You can't lose to Fulham. We're still making these gar- kindergarten mistakes, is what I'm saying, Alistair.
2: No, I, I agree. And, and uh, the, since Christmas, it's been it, it was frustrating, especially the uh, Fulham game. You know, because that was a game that we uh, didn't even turn up for. You know, and, and they're, they're the games that I I really got. You know, the West Ham game, we can get frustrated, but you can tell that the team were. We're going for it. The one when I get really angry with the team is when you see them go on that pitch and they're earning all this money and they, you you can see they're just not trying. Do you know what I mean? It, that that they they're the type, That's the time that I, I I really get frustrated with the team and and that that's what we had. Yeah. Just we've got to remember where we came from when Arteta took us over. You know, the state that we was in, the the football club was in an absolute mess. We were we were but it's almost five
0: years now. It's almost five years. And so that for me, you come if you're in a corporate job, you come and you do a rebuild five years later, the boss is wanting ROI. Sorry, you've had your time, you've got your team. I gave you what you wanted. Now I need some ROI on my investment. It's it's time, it's time.
2: New employees don't cost. New employees and new new staff don't cost like hundred million and. £60
0: it's all million relative, pounds. though. Success yeah. is relative.
2: Yeah, yeah, but you've you, you can't. What you you, he has turned it around. We're just up against. No,
0: I I agree. Um, I I, I agree.
2: Against, we're up against a team that has a blank checkbook, a blank checkbook that is suspected of cheating, and you know we've we came second to him last season. You know. They they have been able to do what they want and Klopp was you know Klopp has, uh, said it you know there are some teams out there that can do what they want we we are not that team you know I'd, for me it doesn't matter whether Arteta's in charge or not if we go get another manager it doesn't matter so much it's what the board does and what, and what it does when it comes to the transfer uh, thing we can go out and get another manager. We can go out and get another manager, but we could still be in the same position. Not because the manager not good enough; it's okay. because we still have to have the recruitment to get the new players. And you've got right. to, you know, City have got two good te- two two teams they can put out that could, you know, two 11 teams. So. I'm
0: I'm in I'm in the no excuses season mode now, Alistair. Here's what I want to know: What snack do you have to eat in your big lorry?
2: <laughs> well, um. I've got nothing at the moment because I'm on a bit of a diet, but um, I am I am on the uh, Yorkshire Tea biscuit brew, which is pretty
0: Yorkshire good. Yorkshire
2: Oh, well, Nick Grimes loves a little Yorkshire Tea. Yeah. Yorkshireman having, having tea that's not normal tasting is is. So do you
0: don't have any snack? You don't even have some carrots and hummus?
2: Uh, well, I I sometimes have me uh, me dried fruit and nuts, you know. And I, I like I like a good business. That's as well.
0: your business, not mine. That is your business, <laughs> not mine. Alistair, are you on social media? Let the squaddies know where they can find you. What is your handle? Beep, beep, no, no runs,
2: I'm not a social media person. I'm just I'm okay. just an Arsenal fan that's, uh, you know that likes to uh, watch. Well, you do good. And uh, Kevin Campbell, I, I like the fact you have got Kevin Campbell on. He's before yeah, well, my Kevin's time a little bit, a, a little bit, but yeah, he's well, still a legend.
0: It's good yeah. job, but you still uh, know him, even those before your time. Do you have a CB handle? Do you remember the CB, Danny? CB? Do they still do. call it that?
3: My dad was winemaker. Oh,
0: no, don't have CBs. Gonna... CBs, right? Yeah. Okay. No. All right. Well, listen, call back because I love it. I love that you're calling us from the road. Don't tell everyone where you are, what motorway you're on. We don't want Man United fans or Tottenham fans to find you. Um, stay safe, stay warm. Do you have a little heater in there? A little heater, turn up the heat tonight? I've delivered
2: to Millwall today, so I, I you know, oh, and I have my Arsenal flag. nice. So you know, it's okay. not quite the same as it used to be, Millwall. It's not quite the den anymore, but
0: <laughs> but yeah. All right, well, thanks uh, well, for thank calling you. us. Take a- care, you. safe on the road. I don't have CB handles anymore, Danny. What's that about? Oh, they're missing
3: out on so much, aren't they? Rubber duck, ten four for a copy, and all that lot. Yeah. Sometimes. I mean, totally. They just got WhatsApp now, isn't They just WhatsApp audio call each other, no matter where they are.
0: Yeah, mine, mine was number seven, number seven, because I like the number seven shirt. Yeah. And then my brother was Boeing seven fifty seven because he's an he's a pilot. Um. And yeah, and then the, the brick the brick kind of walkie-talkies and yeah, the old big I tell wobbly you, you kids aerials. Missed out. Yeah, yeah, you kids you kids missed out. Seb's back. Did you did you want to say something, Seb? You're back. What's going on? I had oh, to no, no, no. <laughs> I just
1: did came you... on just, just uh, for a chat, that's all. Just if you, you want uh
0: Yeah, well Danny's here. You Do I'm want... on your deck. <laughs> Go on, stay with us. You're showing your age, Sophie. Yes, I bloody well am I'm old enough to be Tom Canton's mother.
3: (laughs) I'm nearly old. I'm the same as that. And look at the difference between you and me. You still look good. I'm knackered. (laughs) I've got teeth missing. I'm bald.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you're you're beautiful inside and out. CB radio was awesome. See, Mark backing me up here. Uh, Like a backstage green room, it certainly is. Um, Wine drinker is on my CV. What a legend. Absolute legend. Um, Mikel Peppermint Freedom thinks that Mikel's reached his ceiling, Danny. Uh, Guna Rose expects silverware this season. I don't have faith that Arteta will deliver. Matty K liked Alistair. Not sure it was his beer. Lorry Driver, carrots and hummus. I mean, you know, he said he was on a diet. Yorkshire tea, absolute quality. Um, Danny. Yes. Does Mikel have to win something this season for you? Oh, it doesn't matter because he's staying, but for you as a fan, expectations?
3: I want. Remember when the, the documentary, there, that big whiteboard, and Vinay and, and Josh and Edu were around the whiteboard and doing stuff. I want to see their whiteboard from the time they employed Arteta because anybody. <laughs> uh, go on.
0: No, I'm laughing. Go okay.
3: on. <laughs> yeah, and I want to see the whiteboard. I want to go back in time and see that whiteboard and see if they were stupid enough to think if we employ Arteta, we're going to win the league. Because you aren't going to win the league with Arteta uh, unless, unless like Leicester won the league, unless it's something like that is going to happen, like we did last season when we, we should have won it. Unless you were going to throw. Remember that when we? I said last night on my one that um, this is the Juan Mata situation, isn't it? We off. We, Jean, uh, Juan Mata agrees to come to us, Chelsea Gazampers. And they're just going to mm. get that every time for players, for, for their wages, for their transfer fees, for the loan deals, for all the dodgy deals that are going on. We cannot compete. And Josh and uh, Stan Kroenke are very, very wise businessmen. They're, they're multi-billionaires. They are not going to look at this and go, oh, 600 million, give it to a new manager. We'll win the league. That is not their plan. And then mm. people, like one of the comments said, oh, um, he's got to win Silverware this season. People say that without remembering what competitions we're in. Champions League, Premier League, we're not winning the Premier League. You don't lose four Premier League games soon to be five when Liverpool smashes because they've had a bit of a an injection of uh, morale, not that they even needed that. And we're not winning the Champions League. We've got a more chance of winning the Champions League than we have got the Premier League. We're not going to yeah. win either. I mean, I can see us getting quarterfinal, semifinal, but that's mainly down to the fact that the Premier League is so dominant with managers, with players, with finance compared to every other league in the world. They have not got a patch on us. Look at Barcelona last weekend, started two 16-year-olds. Would that ever happen in the Premier League? We wouldn't even start 2 70-year-olds. Probably
0: not. Well, I mean, the Waneri thing, um, you know, has been a bit of a pickle, hasn't it? It was on the bench and then, you know, some people said that there was a hidden agenda behind that. I don't know. Oh, the new contract. But yeah. Um, he, he doesn't seem to, like you said, like to promote. He puts them on the bench, but he doesn't actually play them. And I, and I get why some fans were bothered by the fact that Cedric got a game and, you know, an Arsenal, a young Arsenal player didn't. Uh, Let's talk about this real quick. Um, We're 53 minutes in. Time flies when you're talking about Yorkshire tea, hummus, and lorry drivers. So I want to get this. So Klopp, we've done Mikkel, Thomas Partey returning. Um, Seb, are we excited about this? Is this going to help us? What's your take on... Is it party time again?
1: I'm keeping very short-term expectations for Thomas Partey. I hate to break break it but at least that's my opinion I feel like every time he's come on he's been great the first one or two games he comes right back on and then he just falls off the cliff um I was one of the advocates saying that we should sell him last summer I think mm-hmm. you know having the fact that we have Declan Rice is great and I think Jorginho fits that role pretty well I mean his passing capabilities have definitely gone up since he's joined us but I don't know I'm, yeah, but again I Arteta I'm Arteta
0: doesn't play Jorginho um enough for me when I think he's actually quite needed. Uh, Danny what is your take on the return of Partey? Keep it clean. Well, he's,
3: <laughs> he's got distractions at the moment. He's just become a dad. Um if it's for the first time, good luck. He's not going to sleep for the next 2 years but player wise if, if we've been seen pictures of him training if he comes back and give him a couple of games to get back into the swing of it he's an old pro shouldn't take him too long to get back into being match fit then that is going to be it's going to be amazing for our side he last season he was brilliant and then towards the end he fell apart and that's that's part of the reason why we weren't any good and things were all going wrong he's only really mm-hmm. got to stay fit match fit and keep his mind in the game for half a season if he does that and Man City have another couple of slip-ups, and, and Liverpool. It's going to be a three-way run for the title because he is such a world-class player. And when on his day, which is more often than not, those balls from the from the defensive mm-hmm. midfield position pinging them all over the place. And maybe we'll get back to seeing the best of Martinelli and Saka when we are We are doing the the, the counter attack with those balls because we had them a couple of times last season with Ramsdale doing the long kicks. Ray is now doing it with the long throws. And if you combine that with a party's ability with those pinpoint precision balls, then it'll be magnificent to see. But, you know, I expect something to go wrong.
0: I mean, there's uh, 140 of you in live chat on this uh, Friday evening. Uh, not our usual time slot, but thanks to everyone who's tuned in and to those who are going to listen on replay as well. Thomas Partey, many of you believe you can't get hyped because you're afraid he's going to be injured again in two or three games, and I totally get that. Uh, Mark Green with your point. Uh, Alistair can't see, uh, can't wait to see Partey and Rice in midfield together. This is going to happen, right, guys? Will it happen? Will Arteta play them together? Why do you not think so, Seb?
1: Maybe a right back.
3: No, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Zinchenko is, is, is,
1: is too much of a forward momentum player. That Partey is going to have to come back, whether as a left back or a right back, because it's just I don't think it's going to happen. And then you, if you have Havertz up top, and he's kind of in the shadows, player. That I think he does influence how your opponents shift their players and there's plenty plenty of analysis videos out there that show that he's very good at doing that.
0: But but um Danny, wasn't it, you know, last season it was Partey, Rice, Odegaard, right? I mean, and it was pretty effective. I mean Rice is what, to, I, oh, sorry, Xhaka. Partey, Xhaka, and Odegaard. Yeah. Now we have I think a lot of fans confuse it, but Rice really was the Xhaka replacement. Yeah, Partey comes back in. Odegaard, why not Why not adopt that? Can't you see Mikel going down that route, considering the season we've had so far? I know, I've
3: got absolutely no idea. How can you go from playing the scintillating, beautiful, effervescent football we had last season, and play the rubbish, quite frankly, rubbish that we're playing this season? You can't... It's, it, it, I know he's he's going, oh, XG for conceding goals is magnificent. I don't care about oh, that. I'd rather that. win every game 5-4 rather than win every game 1-0. How he's taken a step back. And like you said at the beginning of the show, he's like Klopp. He's like, he's like playing, uh, who, who did he play? Uh, um, uh, Arteta play left back in uh was it Jacques Jacka, played Yeah, played Jacka. He does He does things like, like Pep played a Champions League final without a striker. But wait, hold on. I'm going to reinvent football. No, don't do that. Don't mess yeah. around a bit. We don't Play him want to win that. the trophy. And so that's what Arteta's trying to do. It's mm-hmm. almost like he's going, Pep, look, look what I've done, Pep. He probably sends uh, Pep VHSs <laughs> of what he's done, uh, his <laughs> tactic-wise. Look, look, look. I don't. I've got. I've now got Zinchenko, I've got Party. I've got Rice. I've got them all playing, covering the back four. I've got more co- players covering them than I've actually got in the back, and, and rubbish <laughs> like that. And then he's going to have the Havertz problem. If you've got all those players, fair Odegaard, Rice, and Party, what's Havertz going to do?
0: Okay. I don't actually think he's been the biggest problem this season. And then there's of course the inverted left back that he continues oh, to it just assume. reminds
3: me. You know that that video that went viral a few years ago that dog, that bloke and his dog Fenton. Fenton! 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 <laughs> Fenton! That'd be party. Zinchenko! Zinchenko! No! No! Zin- no! No! Stop it! He's gonna be that the whole time. It's, it's probably why he doesn't want to play. He said I can't be bothered with Zinchenko constantly overhead kicking everything.
1: He can't yeah, get party like, in though because it's too crowded in the middle, and I think yeah. that's a problem between this season and last season. You have Zinchenko moving in, you have Havertz in, you have Odegaard in, you got who's dropping back, and then you want party to move up as well with everyone there. It's too many bodies, and I think they get into each other's way, and that's why I don't think it seems as like oh ping no because I have to ping here that I got to ping immediately here and then go up. <clears throat> we Just don't have time to for that now.
0: That was I was I... Go on Danny.
3: See, last season oh, the thing that made us brilliant was it was the game was very simple. You had party exactly doing, that's what up. I was gonna say. You had you had <laughs> you had Jacker getting the ball from Party and giving it to Odegaard, and you had Odegaard running forward. Causing havoc, scoring goals. Now you've got Havertz in there. Who Havertz is going? Well, am I a striker? I was a winger at Leverkusen. Oh, I was a striker <laughs> at Chelsea. What am I going to do here? And Erdegaard's, and he's saying, probably said to Erdegaard, right? Well, you give the ball to Havertz because he's he's he's, gonna, he's a goal scorer. And Erdegaard's going. Well, I'm not allowed in the box anymore. Left side of the box, right side of the box, left side of the box, right Over and over. Last season, Erdegaard would have gone, hold my cup of tea or whatever they, they have in Norway. I'm going to go and score a goal. Whack <laughs> one in. No, he's not allowed to because Havertz is in that position. It doesn't work. And it, he's too stubborn. That's what he gets from Wenger. He got the stuff from Pep and he's got the stubbornness from Wenger to go, actually, let's all go back to what we did last season. We're going to go and do that. And then we're going to storm the league. But he won't.
0: Yeah, Um, and thanks for all your comments coming in. Our wingers are not wingers. They don't attack the defender or switch wings. Cut in merchants. They've become predictable, is what they have name blocked. Guna Rose says Havertz is not connecting with Martinelli. Uh, Kai is just adjusting to the system. Uh, the standards of our club have fallen. We have a manager eating meat off another man's sword and <laughs> playing with his t- side. <laughs> I mean, you
3: look how many times Martinelli has gone all the way back, tracked all the way back to the left-back position, and then got the ball and ran off with it.
0: Yeah. Listen, That's Stevie Nicol, the Stevie Nicol who was embarrassed by Mickey Thomas in it. At Anfield, how long no. left
3: to go in that game was it? <laughs> Has he held his hands I mean,
0: up? He, he's you know what, he's so cool coming on this show, knowing that we're going to actually banter him every single time he comes on. And he just he's so cool. But he says, Um, you got those two boys playing the way they're playing on the flanks, the way they have the last two seasons, they'll scare the bejesus out of any team. Whenever we played Liverpool last season, he was scared of who Saka. And Martinelli teams are not intimidated. We we gained a small fraction, don't get me wrong, of an intimidation factor back, right? But those two players aren't scaring the, the opposition this season, they're not, they're just we're not. S-
3: we're spoiled though, aren't they? You get Saka, Erdogan, Martinelli for for 20 for seven, 16 out of the 20 Premier League teams, and those teams would build their team about one of those players. We got three of them. And we're still not making the most of it. It's the Zaha mm-hmm. situation. The Palace, they built the team around Zaha because he was the best player they had. And you get all these other teams that have got one star player. West Ham, Declan Rice, built the team around him. And now they've got, some, they've got that bloke from IAS. Is it, is it Kudos? My God, we're at really is! Kudos, yeah. Oh, I mean, he's been, yeah. In, in the AFCON, he's been fantastic as well. I'm not sure if yeah. they got through. But we, it's almost like we've got too much good stuff. And even yep. uh, even Zaka said, didn't he recently, that he goes home and he watches the videos because they stick two men on him, and he watches the games back to try and see what he can do about it. He's even looking into doing it himself. And then you got the the um, the quote from Martinelli, and um, when he's playing for Brazil, so where he says, the, "the the attacking freedom." This is not verbatim, but the attacking freedom I had with Brazil was something I've never had before. I mean, isn't that a sign to Arteta, a little nudge, like, "let, let me play out front for a little bit"? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, possibly. It's, I wish uh, Havertz
1: played on the right as opposed to the left.
0: Because, See, I think he's best down the middle. I don't think he's that player.
1: Well, I I wish he, he played on the right. I don't think he can, hmm. but I wish he could because of his shadow play that he does with Marnelli. Because I don't think Marnelli thinks dash forward. Saka doesn't think dash forward. Saka thinks, let's dribble it through. And I think that's the disconnect that Havertz is good at dragging people. So if you dragged one or two players off of Saka saying, oh, I'm going to make that run because I'm Havertz. Sokka can go around and do what he was doing last season. But because Marnelli is the one that dashes all the way, they just double up on Marnelli because they know, hey, he's just going to run. Havertz is going to sit right here for support, and that's all. And that's what Odegaard is doing with Sokka. He's just sitting back, helping him out, giving him a play, and then ping it in. and." But we've been doing that for the, how long? Yeah,
0: but that's, cycles, how? that's like oh sugar. You got you're on uh, vibrate there. Vibrate. Um, uh, echo. Um, but that Odegaard is a shadow of the player he was last season. There's a reason. Yep. I know. I know Ben White has Benjamin has had an injury, but even he's a shadow of the player he was. Odegaard, Martinelli, Saka, Jesus. Yes, coming back for another injury. Fine even Rice has regressed over the last couple of games there's there's um there, there seems to be last season when i watched us play i was like oh this team is having fun they're actually enjoying playing football and it was so mu- i can't remember a season where i had more fun watching the arsenal it had been a long sure. time and this season it looks very like stifled and claustrophobic, claustrophobic and just not happy, right? And I don't know if that's because of the expectations that have been put on them, what's been said in the dressing room. I don't know. We're not there. Um, But I do think some decisions have upset the team chemistry. And, you know, I think this is a massive season for Mikel Arteta, but it doesn't matter because apparently he's getting a new deal. Um, Real quick before we go... Uh, thank you for being my wingman this evening. Um, we got some. We got a lot of mm. listeners who talk a lot in the chat, but they don't want to make themselves known. So By if the you've way, been asking
1: a lot of questions. What's your take on the Arteta deal?
0: I would wait until the end of the season. But this is the club. This is a club that gave him a deal when we finished. When we were at rock bottom with no points after three games. So they're changing
3: from coach to manager in that game. And they changed
0: him from coach to manager. Yeah. Mm. So, or head coach. I would wait. I mean, I'm at that point where, listen, is there anybody better out there? If you're going to roll the dice on someone, it would be like an Alonso. But then are you starting again back at the Arteta level? Because really, what's Alonso one as a manager? And he's a manager who's unproven in the Premier League. But clearly, he's doing a great job where he is right now. I don't want to hear the old school Simeone, Conte, Mourinho rubbish. That's Those ships sailed years ago, right? The Zerbi, is he a like-for-like? Like? bit like Mikel's substitutions? Probably. Um, and so I think to myself, who are you going to get? You don't want Gareth Southgate, you know. If you look at managers coming out of international jobs after this next cycle in Europe, is there another Ar- ex Arsenal play that can come in? Adams is a shit manager. Henri's is a shit manager. Um, Steve Bold's managing up. in
3: Belgium. Steve Bold didn't really
0: do anything. So I also don't want just want to stick with him because there's nobody else available. We have to Some be would inventive.
3: Say Henri. Or or. No. Um, or... Oh come on, Vieira! No, Vieira's out. There was a lot of talk for both of those. So Vieira,
0: Vieira, and I mean, he didn't. He got to the playoffs with New York City FC. He didn't have a great time in France and Palace. He was a star for a while, and then it all went pear-shaped, didn't it? Luis Enrique. There's an interesting name. Yes, won the treble with Barcelona, and that's not even a respected treble. Because everyone just harps on about the other managers. And he managed Spain as well
3: and was undefeated as Spanish manager in about 20 games-ish. Yes,
0: Yes, Raul. I like this. I like. But right now, I would wait till the end of the season, see where the chips fall, Mm. and then I'd make my decision to answer your question, Seb. Yes.
1: If uh, Pep or Klopp were to come in now, were were to come in, do you think mm -hmm. he would have done a better job than Arteta now? Or not given the resources that he was given? I think that's the other
0: Jürgen question. Who, Jürgen Klopp or Pep?
1: Jurgen Klopp or Pep, were to take Arteta's spot right now. With the funding uh, that we've had what at pe- the start with, of the season.
0: With what pedigree? With them coming from by with Pep coming from Bayern or Barca or Klopp coming from Dortmund or coming from Liverpool?
1: I'd say like Barcelona equivalent for Pep. I think that's 100
0: on a percent i'd bet my house on it i would bet Vinny and vesper on it don't tell them that but i would probably get some good money uh and yes and Klopp coming from dortmund yes. yeah why not yeah yes i would because there's a really big difference between being a number two in those pressurized situations that michael was with Pep at city and being the main man and being the the decision maker And I believe both of those managers with that pedigree, yes, could have done a better job. I would actually have even said, you know, rewind to Juventus Antonio Conte coming to Arsenal. That Antonio Conte, I would say he probably would have had a big impact as well. So I just think those two managers are the best we've seen in in modern football. But isn't uh, that why
1: I, we try to bring in Unai Emery? Because we thought he was going to be that set player, uh, that, that coach that's won a lot in Europe. He has experience, he's got the pedigree. And yeah,
0: but so we never gave him a work. chance, Seb. The truth is, right, I'm a fan of Emery and it's not hidden on this show that I'm a fan. Right. And Aston Villa could fall to the wayside. They could. But it's almost February and they're in the top four. And he's done that because Danny was talking about Gerard, and he took Villa into the gutter and he had a lot of resources but he couldn't do what Emery has done. Emery won every single Europa League final he's been in except with Arsenal and I don't think it's because of him we lost. I think we had a broken culture and we had cancer in the dressing room and plays like Ozil and Mustafi, um, and Kolasinac were able to rule the roost. I know for a fact Emery tried to remove Ozil from the situation. Didn't want him at the club. But he was not given the same support and backing. That executive team was very different at the time. And unfortunately, Emery came too soon for Arsenal. But, you know, in the league, in La Liga, yeah, did he have successes? Not as much. But when the chips are down and you were talking about winning trophies, he's proven. And what he's done so far this season with Aston Villa is what, for me, one of the stories of the season so far. Definitely. Not saying they're going to end up like, you know, winning
3: Ollie Watkins. Whatever. I mean, that's the main thing. In 2023, Premier League, the most combined goals and assists. Magnificent. There was always a player in Watkins. And um, Emery managed to get it out. And yes, the, the players believe in him. And they're going to give him time because they're grateful that a manager who wins stuff has come to their club, where immediately, as soon as he comes to us, good evening, just taking the mickey out of him. <laughs> just disrespectful and, and and a little bit rude.
0: Yeah. And he's a lovely, lovely guy, by the yeah. way. When I met him, I'd asked him on the tour for the US. It was the time where Xhaka wanted to kill Magic Mike. And uh, and, our phone gate, yeah, phone gate. And um, I asked Emery about Kalasinac at the time, not Kalasinach. Um, oh my god, I'm having a brain fart Who was our captain who went on strike? Koshelny, <laughs> oh, <another disaster. laughs> and he answered the question. He was very kind and he was very um respectful. Uh, so look, I always wish him luck. I, I hope that he does well, but I tell you, here's the uh, and I'll leave you with this thought. And I'd love to know your thoughts, chat, and guys. If Mikel Arteta finishes below Emery and Postacoglu, I think that's an embarrassing failure of grand proportions. Do you agree or disagree with me? Seb?
1: I mean, I was, I'm was, i of the same thought as you, Soph, in terms of how Emery's been. And I think, yeah, I think it would be. Because I think Emery just hasn't really had he had what he had and he dealt with it Miguel's had the backing he's had the additional support and he still hasn't come up with something um
0: Dan- Danny <clears throat>
3: um if you feel if you finished but now they're only in two competitions we, it, it, it's not he doesn't have as many excuses because we were he broke he equaled the Arsenal record of three domestic cup games in a season this season and last season we'd only ever done that once before. 1975, every other season where there's been two domestic cups, we have never played the minimum of three number three games. And so the players aren't going to be worn out. We've got uh, the Champions League is nice. Everything's nicely spread apart. We're getting uh, weekends and midweeks off at times now. And Emery is a, a very, very experienced manager. Spain, Russia, France, England, Spain, England again. And so he's got stuff to go back on. Everything mm. is new for Arteta. And if he finishes below Emery, I wouldn't be surprised. That that would only mean that we're finishing fourth and Villa third. Uh, uh, Finishing below the fake Australian, uh, that would be a bit shameful because they're going to finish maybe mid-table because they're Spursy.
0: Yeah, um, lots of people agreeing that that would be um, an embarrassment. And this is why I would hold off to answer your question again, Seb, on the contract. For me, those are deal-breakers. I don't care if you get to the semi-final of the Champions League or the final of the Champions League. Tottenham got to a final of the Champions League, crying out loud. They know what that day out feels like. Um, But if you finish below them, okay, if it's by a point, I'm sorry, you still finish below them. That's regressing. We need to be climbing the ladder. We need to be taking it out um, taking you know teams on and progressing, not regressing. We've gone from the process to progress, and now it's show me the money. Uh, and i've I've felt that because I've kind of been watching football from a distance a little bit and having and digesting it from a different perspective versus being in it every day and doing shows every day. And I just think it's time. Like life moves fast. Time is precious. And whether it's in life or sports, sports is a nanosecond. I mean, you know, I'm watching players. I, I, I was stunned when John Terry, Frank Lampard, and David Beckham retired. I was like, when did that happen?
3: <laughs> we you waited know? a long time for them to go away.
0: Yeah, and now Wayne Rooney is retired, and Van Percy's like close to. I mean, there's just players that are of age, and it and football is so finite. And you've got to capitalize on time and the moment. And when you have generational talent like Saka, like a Martinelli, like Saliba, like a Declan Rice, you've got to go for it. Because, you know, we keep missing out and we say, oh, next year or we'll spend in this window. Spend now. Win now. Teams get stronger. The landscape changes. So
3: twice in recent history, we've had a chance to win the title. The Leicester season and last season. And we didn't capitalise on the, the, the positions we were in. And we crumbled. I mean, Giroud, 16 games without a goal. That's why we didn't win the title against Leicester. Because we Wenger never knew better. Him, did we, Wenger? Wenger knew better that Giroud is OK. Same as he knew that Al Mounia is OK. The same that he knew, I'll play anybody as a defensive midfielder. I'll, know what. I'll go and buy Everton's most creative player, Arteta, and play him as a DM did then break him. <laughs> you need, to, like Seriously. you say, you need you need to grab life <laughs> by the cojones and do it now. Don't exactly.
0: wait. You've upset some Australians. Um, it is Australia Day, and Danny's decided to go for the Australians, a what fake Australian, great, and it? then he moved and Rich, as a proud Aussie, to say Ange is a fake Australian is disrespectful. Gosh, well, I could claim I'm you know, Australian man, then. Yeah.
3: Wow. Well. He's
0: Greek, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, of course, he's Greek. You know, know. someone took him Greek cakes to a press conference. It made the Greek news. When I was in Cyprus, it made the news because some reporter had taken him Greek cakes, which, by the way, he didn't look like he appreciated. And when he has been asked questions in Greek or been greeted by Greek reporters, I've got to say, he's a little bit cold. So I finally found something to dislike about him. That. Show some respect to your culture, mate. That's all right,
1: mate. I agree with you. So is he Greek then?
0: I think Danny's right. Possibly. Maybe he's just making it up because it's. You're not. You're not
3: American, are you? Um, So just because you live there.
0: No, no, no. no, 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 I'm French.
3: I'm actually French and Australian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just English. English.
0: What um would you like to leave everyone with, Seb? Thanks for jumping in this evening and hanging out. What is your this is your second opportunity to do a takeaway. Make it better than the first one. You've got 30 oh, seconds. <laughs> I'm ruthless um, now. I'm in my ruthless mode.
1: I think believe 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 in the team, believe in Arteta, and I think we'll get there. I think just give them time. If we finish below Aston Villa, like you said, Soph, I think it's game over.
0: All right, just like uh Pac-Man. Don't like it when my game's over on Pac-Man. Played a lot of Pac-Man and Space Invaders. Don't know where that came from Danny Save Me. What's your closing statement?
3: Be grateful for what you have. With only a few dark years ago, we were a we were rubbish and now we have got wonderful players, we've got a very decent manager and we're going places, but just just look deep into your soul and go can you honestly expect anybody to beat man city 115 charges fc
0: second league de league de the white courtesy phone is for league de the white courtesy phone is for league de um, listen, if Everton and Forrest are getting it, uh, uh, then they should too. But apparently, it's going to take longer because there are 115 charges and they're a little bit complex. <laughs> so, um, Richie's like, really? You're really on his last nerve. Believe, believe, blah, blah, blah. Show some bloody ambition. Weak, says Name Block. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's my closing statement. (laughs) Let them
3: have it. Straight to the jugular. She is. Leah
0: is back. We're going to do a women's show. That's what Demian, he was going to be my wingman today. So we switched gears a little bit, but we will be talking about women's football. I'm actually looking forward to covering Emma Hayes here in the States. Now she's going to be the US Women's National Team Manager. I can ask her questions that, uh, you know, have a little bit of a dig um, with the old Arsenal-Chelsea rivalry. If they get relegated, you know what? They're not. They're not. They'll get deducted. Actually, I think they might, at least to the championship. But here's my takeaway for you this evening. Thank you so much for joining in. It was an impromptu show. Cheers to Danny and Seb for hanging out and being my wingmen. Uh, we'll break Demian's exciting news uh, next week. Uh It has been a pleasure being back this week. If you missed Monday's show with Lee Judges, please go listen. When We talked about a lot of good stuff from the Palace game. And if you missed Wednesday's show, has the Arsenal become more of a marketing company than a football club? Enjoy it. It's good. We talk about the dog. We talk about the song. But jokes aside, we talk about some real juicy stuff. Tickets, ballots, Ashburton Army. Um, We did some really good, uh, really good bits and bobs. Danny, tell everyone where they can find your show, which, by the way, my podcast life was born. If you (laughs) don't know already, I tell this story all the time. I speak to him from Danny inviting me on a Burkamp Wonderland. He spawned many, many voices, some good, mostly good, right, Danny?
3: Well, uh, I think Tom (laughs) Catlin's the exception, and and Mike Feinberg, there are a couple of ruffians. (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's uh, at the AFC podcast and on on uh, YouTube, it's just a bird count wonderland. Go there and I guarantee you, you will be disappointed because me trying to stick to the point is like trying to stick a bubble gum to a clown's nose. It's not going to end well.
0: <laughs> ah, and Seb, you already told everyone your handle, but you get to say it again. Go on.
1: Uh, just S S A N N A J U S T.
0: Good job, you didn't say sob right there. I was going to be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, you guys. Thanks so much for hanging out and tuning in. I uh, will be back live for Monday Madness with some special guests. You're not going to want to miss that. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy the boring football over the weekend. We don't play. Who wants to be in the FA Cup anyway? I mean, I do. Really? Oh, who am I kidding? I really want. I love. We've won it Cup. enough. We don't want to be. Good. I know we've won it enough. Enjoy the time off. Relax. If you're in the state, um, like many of our listeners, we've got the we've got the playoffs on Sunday. I'm actually rooting for the Detroit Lions. I don't know why. Because I'm not Tony. Who am I rooting for? The Niners. There she corrected me. Oh, yeah. No Kansas City. We're Broncos fans. They're like Tottenham to us, Kansas City. We do not Go like it. Go Dolphins! Them <laughs> They're out. Unless it's know. cold. Unless it's just yeah. that's
3: cruelty to animals.
0: Minus <laughs> 28. Dolphins, behave yourself. <laughs> but it should be good. And uh, the Australian Open is also the finals of this weekend, though. Is Titi pass in or out? I, I'm not interested otherwise. He's out, right? I think the Greek. Yeah. There's mental impotence there as well. That's a whole other conversation. Gully Nichter, PW, good night to everyone. Uh, and this is the part where Superkev will say, don't forget to tell your loved ones you love them. Love them. Be kind. And at ease, squaddies, at ease. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. James Johnston joining late reminding me it's the rumble tomorrow I think that has something to do with wrestling we need JJ back on the show for that because I know bugger all about wrestling he
3: is a lovely lovely man